Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know, Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, welcome to this episode. This is going to be a fun one. I think, (laughs) I hope that it's fun for you. Um, I've shared like bits and pieces. Maybe I should do like a master episode on where I share like the whole story of like why we decluttered and how it happened. Um, but today I want to talk about the, the part of my decluttering story (laughs) where I tell you what it was really like to declutter with three kids. And I have to let you know that my circumstances for decluttering were not common. They were not normal. They were not like what most people deal with. But they were valuable because I learned what goes into decluttering very fast. I had like a crash course in decluttering with kids, working through 
all of the emotions of like, what if we need it just in case feeling deeply (laughs) disturbed by how much waste we had created waste as far as physical stuff, but how much money we had wasted feeling really bad about that feeling afraid, feeling like I was going to ruin my kids. Um, and just all of the things. And I want to talk to you about my circumstances because one of the biggest reasons that moms say that they can't declutter is because they have kids, um, they have work, they have all of these things going on in life. And yes, that's important to to consider, but I also want to let you know that you're not the only person who has these circumstances that are not ideal for decluttering. There are a lot of people out there who teach decluttering and they are single and they don't have kids and that looks really ideal. But there are also many, many mothers with kids still at home who work, who homeschool, who have kids with, you know, varying abilities and, you know, health issues and neurodivergence, you know, in themselves or in their children, relationship dynamics that are very, you know, sometimes complicated divorces, shared custody, so many things going on. And so I want to let you know that yes, your circumstances probably are not ideal, but nobody has perfect circumstances or ideals and decluttering is still worth it. And it is still something that I believe if you are struggling inside of your home will help you out. So these are my circumstances. Okay. And I want to tell you about them because they were not ideal. It was not easy. It wasn't simple. It was actually very, very hard. So Back in 2013, my husband and I decided that we were going to move away from Alaska, which is the only place we had ever called home. I was born and raised there. He moved there when he was about six. So that was home. That was where both of our families lived. That was where we started our own family. It's where we had businesses. It's where all of our friends were. Um, When you live in Alaska, you're very far away from everything. So we had only ever left Alaska, you know, like a handful of times. And we decided to move to Florida. And we decided to do it very quickly. It was about probably six weeks from like deciding we're going to move to Florida to actually living in Florida. Okay. Those were the circumstances. We saw a lot of opportunity, you know, for our family. And so that's what we did. And we had to figure out how to move, how to bring our stuff with us, um, what to do with all of our stuff. And at that time, I was the owner of a small preschool. I was responsible for about five. I think it was like five families and their children every day. My operating hours were 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the school was based out of a little house. I say it was a house, but just for for fun to like paint the picture. It was a friend. They, in Alaska, they had a Bush airplane. The dad of that family was a Bush pilot. They had an airplane hangar. And attached to the airplane hangar was a little like stu- like a little tiny um, house, like a little apartment. It wasn't an apartment because it was the only one in there, but it was like a little living space. It had a kitchen, it had a living room, it had a bedroom, it had a bathroom. And I rented that and put a school in it um, because, because that's what I could do. And it was a very cool space, but yeah, I it was about 30 minutes from my house. And so every day I was driving a 30-minute commute with my three kids. Um, working, I was open from 7am to 5pm and I had children in my care from 7am to 5pm. And so I was working 10 hour days. I was the only teacher I hadn't hired help yet. 
Um, so I was working outside of the home. I was exhausted. I was working with other people's kids all day long, as well as my own. And it was a lot. And when we decided to move, my husband actually went to Florida ahead of us so that he could get a house. He could get us the cars so that when we got there, you know, we could have like as minimal time apart as a family as we could. And so because of that, I was the one left behind. I say that he like ditched me. He left me behind, but no, he left me behind to get rid of our stuff, to basically wrap up the loose ends of living our life in Alaska and then meet him in Florida in about six weeks. Okay. So we started doing the math of what it would take to move our stuff from Alaska to Florida. And you might be thinking like, okay, let me, let me rewind. So I, we had to figure out how to, how to move our stuff, what we were going to bring with us, cost, price, all of that. And what we found after looking at basically all potential options and configurations of a moving truck, a moving company, shipping pallets, our stuff, it, it was probably like $15,000 just to get our stuff from Alaska to Florida. And, or, you know, it was like five to $8,000 to ship a bunch of stuff that weren't in pallets that wouldn't include things that we needed, like beds or <laughs> couches and things like that. And so the math just didn't make sense, um, especially because we had a very low budget. We were, you know, young, pretty broke parents at that point. And so when we did the math, it was actually more affordable for us to not bring our stuff with us and just rent a house that was furnished. And so that's what we did. And decided that we we're going to bring just a suitcase of stuff with us on the airplane. Cause you know, we even looked like, well, maybe we drive down there, right? Maybe we drive Alaska to Florida with a u-haul of stuff and it was just like none of this is making sense the stuff ultimately what it came down to that i can see in hindsight is that our stuff inside of our home was not worth all of that effort to bring with us what we did was bring what could fit into our suitcases we did leave a few boxes behind of like sentimental things like our kids artwork and stuff that we got shipped down to us eventually or my, actually my husband went back up to alaska and got it but that doesn't matter you know, kids' memories, high school memories of my husband's stuff. We kept that. Very minimal, though, um, in the grand scheme of things. So you might you might be like, well, that sounds easy. Then all you had to do was just, like, get rid of it all and go to Florida. And it was not that easy because I still had to make every single decision on what to sell, what to donate, what to trash, and I had to do it in very limited time because like I said, I was working 10 hour days and I had my three kids with me and I didn't, I had one day of help where my in-laws took my kids on a Saturday for probably like six hours. And that was the help that I got, but I was so exhausted. I'll be totally honest and say that I didn't even do anything when they took my kids for that six hours. I ordered pizza. I sat on the couch and I just sat there totally overwhelmed because I was, I was so overwhelmed by all of the decision-making, all of the emotions that goes through getting rid of your stuff because it was hard. It, I didn't get, yes, I got it done very quickly, um, but I didn't get to skip those hard parts of learning how to make the decisions and actually doing the work of decluttering the stuff and getting it out of my house. I had to pack it all up into my car and take it away. I had to coordinate selling. I had to host garage sales. 
I had to do the donation drop-offs. I had to take things to the dump. I had to do it all. Um, I just did it very quickly. Um, and it was really overwhelming. It was very overwhelming. It was a very busy. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of physical work. It was a lot of mental work. It was a lot of emotional work. It was really frustrating because I had to do that work with my kids around. And I would be sorting through these piles or setting up things for a garage sale or putting things aside to sell to people. And they would be like, no, I want this. Or, you know, not even do that. They would just go through and undo my piles or go through and take the toys back out. Right. Or make a huge mess behind my back. It was just, it was a lot. And the thing that, what that stood out to me the most about this and just kind of like mental process of decluttering and realizing how much stuff you actually have is that I knew that the goal was to only bring what fit into our suitcase, which ultimately came down to having two suitcases of clothes total, and then a suitcase of toys and things like that. It was, it was chaos. But what I did as I was going through the decluttering process was I had this bedroom that I cleared out and I was like, okay, everything that's coming with us to Florida is going to go in this room. And that room was pretty full <laughs> for a long time of all of the things that I was like, this is coming to Florida with us. This is coming to Florida with us. Having a room full of stuff that could never possibly fit into three suitcases. So I, I, I like telling that story because a lot of times we don't even realize how much stuff we have or how much stuff we're holding onto. Um, eventually, of course, I did get rid of everything and I did make everything fit into a suitcase. But like I said, it was hair dryer, hair straightener, clothes and toy, <laughs> basically is what I remember. Um, everything else had to go, but it was a long process. It was a long process that I did very quickly. It was emotional. It was draining. It was discouraging at times. And I remember one day specifically that was very hard. Um, I was like, I was probably like three weeks in coming home after work and knowing that I had to pack more things up into my car, take them off to the donation center. I did that, got the kids like drive through on the way home because that's what I had to do during that season of my life. I did not have time to like make dinner most nights when I was doing that because I was so busy, picked up food for them on the way home, got them into bed and was like, when they go to bed, I know I have more work to do to like coordinate with people picking things up, sorting through piles, cleaning things, blah, blah, blah. And I just could not move. I got them to bed. I was so exhausted. I just laid down in the middle of my floor, cried <laughs> and looked at all of the work that I had to do. Like, didn't know what to do first. Um, I just couldn't even think about what to do first. I just saw all of these piles of stuff. And, it, you know, I think a lot of people assume like, well, you could have just like, you could have just packed it all up and donated it, but you don't even realize like how many little things there are. And the fact that, especially now in 2023, donation centers are way more picky about what they actually accept from people. And so I had to be meticulous about sorting things into donate, into trash, into sell. Um, and it was just a lot. So I wanted to share that story because for moms who are decluttering now, I know those feelings that I had back then were not exclusive to me. A lot of moms feel those feelings of overwhelm, being frozen, not knowing what to do next, not even knowing how to start, not knowing where to take their things, 
exhausted by the amount of decisions that it requires, exhausted by the physical work, the emotional work, the mental work, just being sheerly exhausted by all of it. And they're not doing it in like four weeks like I did, right? Um, because my husband, that was, my husband was gone for four weeks and I was doing all of the decluttering in four weeks. So um, I wanted to share that with you because I understand it and it's part of the process. And that's why I have this podcast. That's why I created the courses that I created in the community attached to the course specifically so that you have a space to learn like shortcuts and hacks and get a laid out process for you to actually do the decluttering and then also get the support from people who are in the same boat as you probably don't have the exact same circuit circumstances, but everybody has overlapping circumstances. And when you're in a decluttering community like that, doing the same decluttering steps and program and process, you'll find people who have bits and pieces of your story. And that is very helpful to have, to know that you're not the only one who is struggling with it, to know that you're not the only one who wonders if it's ever going to end or is totally frozen, unsure of what to do, or doesn't know if they're making the right decisions, right? Worries that they're going to ruin their kids, frustrated because their spouse isn't totally su supportive, right? Um, all of the things it's, that's why we're here. And so I just wanted to share that with you today. Yes, I've been clutter-free for almost a decade. Yes, I went through the process and I got rid of all of this stuff. Yes, I did it in a kind of a weird way, but the feelings and the lessons and the process that I went through with the circumstances that I had are the same, are the same as yours. And I've, I've figured out some tricks to help it be easier for you, to help it feel better for you, and hopefully go faster for you as well. So... That is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that little story time. Um, if you are listening in and you follow me on social media or you're on my email list, I want to know, would you want to hear my husband's side of the story of this, <laughs> this and like what it was like for him? Because when I tell the story, he doesn't ever get a chance to like tell his side of it. My side of the story is like, oh, he just moved to Florida and, <laughs> and I was left behind to get rid of everything and make all of the decisions. And so it sounds like, you know, he didn't really have to do anything. He didn't have to go through the process, but what he did do was have a bigger vision for me about what life would be like and what we were actually doing on the other side of getting rid of our stuff. And that was moving toward a vision of our life that we had of what we wanted most, which did not involve all, all this pointless stuff, which I think is another really good lesson. Um, and he also talked me down a lot of nights when I was like freaking out and being like, oh my gosh, we are not going to have the money to replace all of this stuff when we get there. And he's like, it doesn't matter. We don't need it. We have a house that's furnished. Everything's taken care of, right? We've got jobs. We've got, we are good, right? So he kind of talked me off the ledge of like freaking out over getting rid of our stuff and the security that can come from stuff. Talked me off the ledge of like all of the waste. Talked me off the edge of like what really matters when it comes to our family and our life and what we want. And um, yeah, so let me know. Would you like to hear his side of the story? Um, and what it was like for him and how it was so easy for him to just be like, it's fine. We're going to move to Florida with nothing. Basically <laughs> let me know. Okay. That's it for today's episode. I will see you on the next one. Hey, before you go, 
have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.